Welcome to JMA Unwired, a podcast dedicated to discussing the latest in mobile technology. Each episode features relevant topics to educate our listeners and help them make informed decisions about the rapidly changing wireless world. Now, let's get unwired. Hey, welcome to JMA Unwired Podcast. This is Todd Landry with JMA Wireless. I'm here to talk to you today about Industry 4.0, and in particular, why Industry 4.0 can take advantage of some of the new spectrum available from uh, called CBRS or the ONGO spectrum. So uh, let's get started a little bit and talk first about what is this whole Industry 4.0 stuff. If you haven't heard about it, um, it if you look at it, it's really about uh, the evolution of the industrial areas where they want to optimize for greater efficiencies within a factory, within a warehouse, etc. And when you look at um, what they're really trying to do or the framework for it, you need to look at a very high level and understand that they're trying to take really digital capabilities, so digital intelligence, and connect that with more structured communications within the environment. So by that, what we mean is more data collection and more control of devices. And then intelligence from that data collection and the ability to control devices matched with human communication. So if you think of an environment, whether it's a warehouse, factory, etc., you have a combination of of sensors, you have a combination of different controllers, and you have uh, humans or operators that are consistently in different parts of the the workflow inside of one of these factories or warehouses. So why is it important to think about Industry 4.0? Well, as I said, there's a constant evolution of uh, new efficiency and new agility inside of these factories, all focused on creating a more competitive environment Uh, And what does that mean? It means more streamlined processes. It means lower cost. It means more responsiveness. It means work streams and workflows can be much, much tighter and more intelligent. Uh, But to do that, it requires this intelligence to be able to make more real-time as well as longer-term decision-making off of additional data. So so there's more devices being connected. throughout the factory because the more data that you want to get, that means the more data collection, uh, which means more connections. Now, when you think of more connections across a warehouse or a factory, this means uh, it translates into quite often more wires, right? Because you've got more devices that are collecting data or controlling something in the factory that needs to be connected. You know, historically, you'd go back and any Anyone can kind of look at their home and remember the day when you didn't have Wi-Fi and wireless devices throughout your home. Most people today who are homeowners have 20, 30, 40 different Wi-Fi connected devices in their homes. No longer wires or an inability to connect things. That's what creates a smart home. So think of Industry 4.0 as the evolution of more connected devices, creating more intelligence and more streamlining throughout the industrial sector. Now, how does CBRS play into this? Well, naturally, it's desirable not to have to connect with wires. But if you're not going to connect with wires for operations and and streamlined connectivity, you need to ensure that you have persistent connectivity, 
you need to sure ensure that uh, it's reliable and uh, uh, secure. Uh, and you have to then begin to look at things like CBRS. Now, Wi-Fi is always an option, and it has been used for many of these things. There are challenge with, challenges with Wi-Fi that we covered in another podcast. Um, still good for many things. What CBRS represents is an entirely new scope of spectrum that can be used and offers a new opportunity. So how do you think about CBRS spectrum for the Industry 4.0 initiative? First of all, remember that we have 150 megahertz of spectrum out there. And with 150 megahertz of spectrum, this is as much or more of what you have available in typical Wi-Fi environments uh, that you would deploy in the factory. Uh, it is as much or more than any mobile operator spectrum that's used today. So as a result, you actually have a significant amount of spectrum available. If you equate that into speed uh, for data, it could be as much or more than two gigabits per second. All right. Now, most typically, you don't need all that speed for most applications inside of an industry 4.0 set of implementations. But keep in mind, it is there. It is new highway that the FCC in the United States has made available. And you should absolutely tap into it to create new persistent connectivity within your venue. Now, while I talk about that kind of performance, one of the other nice things about it is that you can essentially deploy this technology in the form of little islands of capacity that all work together as one kind of community of pervasive connectivity. In the cellular world, we refer to these as sectors, and the sectors inherently have the ability to do very clean handovers from sector to sector. What this means for you is you have the ability to create these high-performing sectors, meaning you know, up to 150 megahertz within each sector around your facility. So really a significant amount of capacity there for you to work with. Um, now, uh, the other important thing here is to look at how you partition the spectrum. And you really want equipment that allows you, one, to use as much of this spectrum as you can possibly use. You may not always have all 150 megahertz available to you. However, you want to utilize as much of it as is available so that you can maximize your efficiency uh, throughout the factory. Now, the other important thing you want to look for is the, this partitioning. And by partitioning, what I mean is the ability to arrange the spectrum into different layers or different slices and maybe make those different layers different sizes. So one might be 5 megahertz because you don't need a lot of data throughput, uh, but you need that pervasive connectivity. Another slice might be 20 megahertz. Another might be 40 megahertz. And the ability to flexibly design and layer and segment the cellular spectrum with CBRS becomes very important for industry 4.0 applications. And one of the reasons why is you can take these individual slices, you can put parameters on the slice for the type of use case, and then you can also map that slice into your LAN topology. So let's say inside your organization, you use several virtualized LAN segments 
to separate uh, or segment and secure the data flows in your work streams from the controllers of certain types of devices uh, from uh, the data collection. <clears throat> well, now think of it as being able to map those virtualized LANs into these wireless segments that are in the air inside your facility. Now, what are some of the things you can, you can do with this stuff? Um, the areas you need to think about are um, a range of different controllers inside Industry 4.0 applications. One of the most common things today is AGVs or automatic guided vehicles or even something called COBOTs, right? Um, human assisting uh, robotic arms. And all of these things are obviously uh, not driven by humans, but, but driven automatically. And what you want to be able to do is have communication to them be very, very persistent. And depending on how you're using them, you may need more or less data to go to these devices. So in this case, it is very easy, actually, to put all your AGVs throughout a factory floor onto a layer of CBRS connectivity. Another example for you is robotic palletizers. Um, think of these as all the controllers on a line that is palletizing or conveyor flowing uh, different products through the factory uh, along its work stream or workflow. Uh, and, and each of these controllers is trying to make a decision to segment products in the workflow or to control the pace down the conveyor uh, or move it on to different palletizer machines. And quite often in the factory, you will want as much agility as you consider potential change-ups in that work stream. To have to go rewire connectivity for the data streams every time just becomes arduous and becomes expensive. So now you can connect these with yet another layer of the CBRS technology and give yourself the ability to be much, much more agile with your robotic palletization designs. Many people use different SCADA controllers for other things, for both sensing and controls. And, you know, again, most of those devices have some form of network connectivity. So there's a range of factory workflow devices. And the way to think about it is anything in your factory that has a wire for data connectivity in the form of an Ethernet cable is an opportunity for you to untether with this technology and very easily connect it to very reliable and secure um, airborne connectivity. Now, the other thing you can look at is the building security, and that might include the use of access controls for different doors. In most cases, those types of controllers for building management systems all require, again, dedicated connect network connectivity to them uh, to enable them. So. As you look through an or a, a factory or an office facility surrounding your factory and you want to employ a building security mechanism or building security controls, this is yet one more area where you can look at um, unleashing those from a wired environment and saving yourself the money of running all that um, special you know, Cat5, Cat6 wiring to these devices. The other thing people commonly do is they put uh, surveillance and security cameras in different places. Now you're able to take different security cameras, put them in the places you want, use a small hub to tie all those security cameras together into an unwired network, a CBRS network layer, and again, very easily deploy them where you need them.
let's look at people. Now, most of the time, again, we think of, of uh, wireless technology like this. We think of mobile phones. And while, yes, all the new mobile phones you can configure so that your employees can attach to the private network inside your organization using their smartphones, it's now extended to other things. If they're using tablets, many of the new tablets that are out support native CBRS capabilities so you can put them on this private network uh, in a separate layer and tie them to the data that they need on the fly. Um, we have push-to-talk devices out there that are hardened um, devices that you can carry around and have um, push-to-talk type radio communications for your security or operations organization. There's new technologies for hands-free intercom-oriented communications, devices that are now um, native CBRS connected and allow you to use either Bluetooth or wired high-end headsets or earbuds in the factory, including evolving industrial wearables, and create CBRS-connected uh, intercom channels that allow you to create very uh, robust, high-quality audio so that in noisy environments, you have a combination of noise reduction and wideband audio streams to ensure operators in noisy environments can hear each other on why they're communicating with different groups on these different intercoms. So many different ways in which you can think about how you're going to use these things. Now, another um, set of things to think about is um, new technologies that are emerging uh, and you want to build in the CBRS technology to be able to take advantage of the forthcoming technology for optimization. Examples of that are new technologies for um, industrial wearables that will do such things as allow you to get health statistics from operators across the factory floor in real time. They give you the ability to have a line of sight, so cameras or visibility uh, of what the operator is working on at that time. And with that, the ability to provide the operator with a hand gesture request to Audible Menu or to a support staff that allows you to give them immediate assistance if they're trying to repair a machine, uh, do a change up on machines, Etc. So the ability to tie uh, new industrial wearable devices into the operator's work environment and optimize the human workflow uh, while they're out there on the line is a very important way to think about what you're going to be able to do in the factory. Now you can add into this the new mixed reality headsets. And what this does is it adds while you have audible communications, it also adds to it the ability to have things like heads-up displays, uh, the ability to bring up drawings and overlay them in the field of vision. So when you have people doing inspections across uh, a factory floor, when you have inspections going on in a, uh, a new build or a construction-oriented site, um, you want to enable them to use digital technology and bring things like drawings and layouts and plans right into the field of view and map that into the layout so they can visually see if things are being designed, mapped, if the flow is absolutely aligned with the project plan. Now, 
The other kind of things you can do is to employ newer high-end infrared cameras that have the ability to do temperature sensing. Now that temperature sensing may be sensing that is looking at different machinery and determining if any part of the machinery is operating outside of its heat specifications. So think about it as digital preemptive maintenance capabilities and it could be that these cameras are actually roving. So you've actually have a form of an AGV that has multiple cameras on it. And what it is doing is it's going through and it's checking and locating different areas of equipment that might be operating beyond normal temperature environments, which is usually an indication that something isn't going to be well in the future. Um, the other thing that um, we are seeing people use this for is the ability to have these specialty temperature devices at entranceways during shift changes. Why? Because now we can do temperature and health checks of individuals, employees that are coming in for their shift and just validate that they're well within appropriate guidelines for health for that shift and they're protecting themselves and other employees. So there's many unique and different ways that you can use CBRS technology by uh, considering all the different scenarios and where you want to optimize your industry 4.0 workflow plans. And really what I'd stress for you is lay out a plan, <clears throat> identify all the areas of optimization, and in particular, look for the areas where you have wires today and if you could untether it, how you can get more efficiencies and get more agility in workflow changes and work stream changes. Look for areas where maybe you're using connectivity today with current day technology, either through an operator service that you're paying for, or maybe through Wi-Fi that isn't as persistent or isn't as fast as what you really need it to be. And now partition that, that technology or partition the elements of that workflow off onto some CBRS layers to take advantage of that CBRS spectrum and use it where you need to. So hopefully this was helpful. If you're really interested in going through uh, a deep dive on your environment and have an interactive discussion on that, certainly reach out to us. We're happy to talk to you and take you through more thinking and work with you in a consultative manner and how we can optimize your industry 4.0 plans. Take a good look at CBRS. If you want to learn more about CBRS, we have plenty of podcasts out there for you to take a read on. So have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Unwired Podcast by JMA. If you enjoyed today's topic, we encourage you to check out more episodes and content available at jmawireless.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and stay up to date with the latest trends in mobile technology.